Hello, everybody, and welcome to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I am your host, Bill. Now, today I want to talk about something that, honestly, I didn't get into the trend of until much, much later. And that is wearing wristbands. I did not wear wristbands during high school and during college. I didn't really start wearing them until I became an adult, actually. And a lot of the wristbands that I wore were stuff like support independent wrestling, support professional wrestling. Um, I think I wore some shops wristband and the only like wristband that I wore that was for a cause was for a friend of mine when she had cancer a few years ago, and I can tell you all that she has beaten that cancer since. So I didn't really get into the whole wristband thing. Um, just never really felt wearing it, and honestly, none of my family did either. So, the episode that I'll be reviewing here is A Scores for Applause, and this is going to touch on, you know, in a way, going around, touching on a very interesting subject. So, with that said, let's dive into this week's episode, A Scores for Applause. The episode was written and directed by Trey Parker and originally aired October 31st, 2012. Yes, Halloween night. And, and this is something I wanted to talk about real quick before getting into this episode, is... How this episode airs on Halloween night when the previous episode was your Halloween episode. Um, I wish, I wish I knew what the reason was for it. Um, maybe, maybe I'll find out a little later. Maybe, maybe I will. So our episode begins outside of a Walm or a Walgreen. I almost said Walmart, but it's actually a Walgreen. And there is a long line. A long line. And what is happening is the people that are in the line, they are getting their wristbands, their bracelets cut off which is kind of funny considering all you really have to do is just take it off but no, they have to get it cut off. Even Cartman is in the line and Cartman is saying how he can't believe that this person could do something like this. Just absolutely could not believe it. And Stan... Well, he feels kind of sad, but we're not really sure why. So he goes home and Randy is watching the news 
where they are talking about that Jesus took HGH when he was being crucified and resurrected. They had found substances of HGH and it basically led to the conclusion that Jesus was on HGH. Um, and it's like, wow. So, Stan then goes upstairs. And we see why he's, I'd say sad. Not disappointed, but more sad. The reason? He's wearing a What Would Jesus Do? bracelet. Now, again, like I said, I never really got into the whole bracelet thing. But the What Would Jesus Do? bracelets, I do kind of remember seeing as a teen. And it kind of goes back to the late 90s and early 2000s. And that you know, the, the WWJD, it was just everywhere. That abbreviation was everywhere. And then it, it just got changed up into so many things. And honestly, I, I'm kind of surprised that no one decided to take credit for it. Be like, oh, I'm the one that created it. It's mine. I should get the money, blah, 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 blah. Um, but... No, I do remember seeing it, the the initials, and I'm like, wow. So, we go to the next day at school, and Mr. Mackey, he's devastated. He's just sad that, how could Jesus do this? Just absolutely, how could he absolutely do this? And one of the kids sees Stan still wearing... His what would Jesus do wristband. And they kind of get on him. And Stan's like. I only bought this a couple of weeks ago. I mean. Why should I take it off? Well it ends up going on to the Charlie Rose show. Which would have aired on PBS. And. He's being interviewed. And there's some political mumbo jumbo. And there's a special needs fish taking the argument for Stan of why he should wear this wristband. And this starts to cause a trend because the next day, Mr. Mackey goes to Stan and tells him, mm, I saw your interview on Charlie Rose, okay? I was, I was motivated, I was really touched by the way that you just stood your ground, okay? And he says that because of this, he's now wearing a brown bracelet. And this brown bracelet basically says, stand ground. And Butters is wearing it, some of the other kids are wearing it, and Stan doesn't realize this is going on. Until he sees or hears about how a group of farmers in Belarus are standing up to, like, the government. So, Stan is starting to become a big deal. So big of a deal that he signs a contract with Nike. And what we get is this ad. <laughs> 
My friends told me I was crazy. That I was wasting my time. But my cause is to stand my ground. When others sat, I kept my bracelet on. Because I stand for standing. Would you like to be seated? No, thanks. I'll stand. Hey, you want to sit down? I'm good. Sir, the captain's asked everyone to take their seats. Tell the captain to take off. People ask me, you never took the bracelet off? Not once? No, never. Not ever. What do I do? I stand ground. Yeah, you stand your ground, folks. So, stand ground becomes this new big phenomenon of the bracelet world, the bracelet community. And that is until one day in school, while Mr. Garrison is teaching them about a season of celebrity rehab with Dr. Drew and Jeff Conway. You have to, you have to catch that part to see it because that part is so funny if you remember celebrity rehab just just seeing it and it's like oh my god he's trying to get kanicki from greece to you know get his get himself together well the news is there the people of the media are there and a french scientist is there and now we have a bit of a controversy the controversy now is that Stan cut his what would Jesus do wristband off. And he's like, no, I didn't. I, I, I didn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Who would tell you such a thing? And my first thought was, oh, it's going to be Cartman. It is just going to be Cartman. Nope. It's Craig. It's Craig. Craig's reason? He thought he saw Stan cutting off his wristband. I mean, that's... And Stan is just upset. Kyle comes up and he's like, dude, just, just admit it. Just get it over with. I mean... You might still have friends when this is over. You might not. Who really knows? So, Stan's like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm I'm going to go to this French scientist and I'm going to figure this out. So, the French scientist is at home and his, his wife is so annoying. It is absolutely funny. Because he's like, She's asking him to do things that he's like, Oh, would you like me to get you tap water? Or would you like me to get you that crystal water right from the store? And she's like, I'll take tap water. So as this is going on, you see a shadowy figure walking. And the way it's done makes you think it's Stan. And it actually is a real good job. This is a really good job. So the wife keeps hearing different things. And her husband doesn't believe it. And there's even to a point where she's like, Could you turn the channel? The remote is dead. And the guy makes this wonderful joke of like, It's uh, starting to feel like uh, the Carol Burnett show is here. So we keep seeing the shadowy figure. And we get to kind of like the ground point. 
Well, here's Stan. But who's the shadowy figure that we've been following this whole time? It's Jesus. Jesus and Stan have now come together to try to basically take care of this French scientist. And he's like, okay, will you two leave or would you like to have some food? Well, they end up having some food. So they talk about it and, you know, they're, so Stan asks Jesus, did you take human growth hormones? And he's like, no. Did you cut my wristband? No. So now they are going to figure out, okay, how do we take the, you know, the subject off of us? And Stan tells Jesus about the farmers in Belarus. And this leads to my absolute favorite scene of this episode. And this is one of my favorite scenes. Okay, I'm just going to say it right now. This is one of my favorite scenes of this entire season. And this is one of my all-time favorite South Park scenes after watching this. So to set up this scene, Stan and Jesus go to a bracelet factory. The name of it, P.F. Pityev Bracelet Factory. And it is so good, so well done. I'll just, I'll just let you guys hear how good this really is. Welcome, welcome to the P.F. Pityev Bracelet Factory. How can I be of service? Well, we wanted to start a new movement, and we thought since your company seems to make all the bracelets... Ah, I see you're wearing one of our brown scars already. Delightful! What color would you like your new scars to be? Our scars? Well, of course! You came for a scars to wear on your paws, and you want others to wear yours upon bars. I'm confused. Hmm. Perhaps I should start from the beginning. In the modern age, there are those who believe that a cause is a thing to be worn on one's sleeve. And so, we sell a cause. It's called a scars. And wearing a scars gets you lots of applause. We start with some plastic, which is shirped by our Sherpas. Then dip it in colors that show off your purpose. There are green scars for recycling, blue scars for kitties, and pink scars that focus on nothing but titties. Do you hate abortion? Ah, then a white scars is for you. Why not champion your scars with some sparkles and glue? We make scars for this, we make scars for that. Why, there's even a scars for just being fat. What's the matter? Can't think of a scars? How about raising awareness for the hairs in your schnoz? Let's just think of the thing that you care about most. Then let's make it orange like marmalade toast. And now I'd like to say thank you for your coming down. I'm off to go sell these in your little town. Dude, the hell just happened? Well, I'll tell you what just happened. You just basically created the next new trend. Now, now I'm going to say this because part of me is because of working with kids. The other part of me is because you know I'm part of the generation that grew up on Dr. Seuss. We had the books, we had the TV specials, and now you've got you know the movies. This was so wonderfully done 
The animation was great. Whoever did this writing was absolutely awesome in it. I would love to give the credit to the person who, or people who did come up with that. So, now that we have this new scause, that's what it's called, for the farmers in Belarus, Stan goes back to school, and the whole thing of cutting off the wristband, the bracelet, it's forgiven. It's basically forgiven. That is until we have an interview with Jesus in Belarus. And I unfortunately, I could not find the clip. I could not find this clip. But this is so good. Because you have Jesus being interviewed. And here are the farmers in Belarus. And here's the Belarus military. So Jesus is talking about how, you know, he's here to help the farmers. And how this has got nothing to do with the whole HGH thing. As this is going on, the military starts shooting at these poor farmers. While Jesus mispronounces Belarus as Belarus. Not once, but twice. He pronounces it Belarus. And by the time it's over, the reporter is like, So... Do you like the cause so much that all the farmers that you're helping have been shot and killed? Jesus turns around and he's like, shit. So now the townspeople are trying to get a refund of, you know, the, the Belarus wristbands. And... The Skaws salesman is perfectly con man. And when he leaves, the, the image, like the animation changes to the Dr. Seuss style. And it is so good. It is so wonderfully well done. So now we have Jesus and Stan sitting on the couch. And they're just bummed. They are bummed. Because of what the factory did that, you know, how are we going to get them back? Well, Jesus knows how. Because we start to hear the opening theme of the movie Rocky. Not, not the one that we all know, gonna fly now. Not that one, but the opening. If you ever watch the beginning of any of the Rocky movies, especially the first two, they have the da 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 we get that music. So Jesus stands up. Stan is behind him. And Jesus takes out some human growth hormones. He drinks it. And he starts to become all roided up. He goes out the door. He goes to the factory. He's going through everyone and everything. Finds the guy. Stuffs him in a machine. And basically kills him. So then... Jesus, standing on a small little, little hill, talks to the people of the town and talks about how we should not have to wear wristbands and bracelets to 
show our support of causes. We should just help them. And we should wear them here. On t-shirts. And then he pulls, he pulls over and it reveals a free Pussy Riot shirt. And he yells it. He's like, free Pussy Riot! And the kids are looking at each other like, yeah, free Pussy Riot! And that is the end of a scars for applause. Whew. That was something. <laughs> okay, before I get into my overall score of this episode, I want to talk about what this episode is making fun of. And it is making fun of the Lance Armstrong doping scandal. So Lance Armstrong, starting in... 1999 won the Tour de France seven years in a row. Seven years in a row. And this is after the fact that he had cancer. He had cancer at one point. And beat the cancer, came back, and he wins the first Tour de France in 1999. And it's like, uh, you know, this is this is wonderful. You know, this, this guy who beat cancer has won the Tour de France. Then he wins it a second time. Then he wins it a third, a fourth, a fifth, a sixth, a seventh time. He wins seven Tour de France's in a row. In a sport that is not really that popular in the United States, talking about cycling. And this is a sport, cycling, that is shrouded in controversy of people using steroids. And for the longest time, you know, there's this whole thing of, oh, he's on steroids, he's on steroids, he's on steroids, and Lance would deny that he ever was. And then, he fails a test. He fails a test, and then, I want to say a couple of years later, in 2012, he announces that he did, in fact, take steroids. And he lost all the sponsorships, had his Tour de France is taken away. Uh, his medal from the Olympics was taken away. Basically, his reputation in in sports was done for. Like, he will never be a popular figure again. Um, and to be honest, I mean, Lance Armstrong, for... For the most part, he's kind of kept it quiet. Uh, long after the whole, you know, scandal, the whole steroid situation, he's been very quiet. I, I think I've only seen him, like, once or twice um, since the whole scandal thing. And one of them was on a HBO comedy special many, many years ago. But... He's kept himself very quiet, which, I mean, let's give him credit. You know, he, he could have done 
um, the OJ thing, where after OJ was found not guilty, he could have just gone on and been like, oh, yeah, here I am. But no, he didn't do that. He did not do that. He just went back, stayed out of the limelight, which was, I think, good for him. But also at the same time, we have to think about this. When Lance Armstrong was taking the steroids, is also the same time that Barry Bonds may or may not have taken steroids. And I'm only saying that because, oh, it's never been proven, and Barry Bonds will never admit to, to saying that he took steroids. But maybe part of the reason why Barry Bonds did it if he didn't, was because he saw what Lance Armstrong was doing. Never know. Now, to the end of the episode, I want to talk about the whole free Pussy Riot thing. So, Pussy Riot is a band in Russia. And they wear these hats over their faces, so they can never be found. Basically, they can never be identified. And they are anti-Putin for the better parts of saying it. They are anti-Putin and they have been arrested many, many times, but they've, you know, like, they've they've gone to jail but they've never, you know, like, they've never really done anything in Russia. They've never hung them. They never, you know, be like, oh, we're gonna kill you. They, they never did any of that. So, Pussy Riot you know, became a thing. They're still popular uh, in Russia to this day. Um, they actually were nominated for a Berlin Music Video Award in 2021 for Best Experimental Video for the song Panic Attack. So, they're still around, and I think... I, I, I think they're just going to be there and they're going to keep fighting until something happens in Russia and I wish all of them good luck. I, I really do. Now, as far as the episode goes, I mean, this one's kind of tough to judge because I understand the plot, I understand the point of the message. It's just, I don't think aged well. Like, like I said, there were moments that I laughed. The whole Dr. Seuss thing I really liked. Uh, the Jesus interview I really liked. And, and to a degree, I even liked the, the Nike commercial. But it was like, other than that, it was kind of... Eh? In a way? So, I'm gonna give this a 7. I think that's a good score. Maybe, maybe it's a little high. I'm not really sure. But I'm, I'm gonna give it a 7 out of 10. For this week. So I already mentioned uh, the cultural references done in the episode, the live strong wristbands with uh, replace that with the what would Jesus do wristbands, uh, the Carol Burnett thing, Pussy Riot. So let's go to the reception. Ryan McGee of the AV Club gave the episode an A minus, stating that the satire was more potent than in previous episodes and lauded the storyline's depiction of the human need for causes to believe in and the sequence animated and written in the style of Dr. Seuss. After the episode aired in Russia, the LDPR, which is 
the Liberal Democratic Party of Russia, member and deputy of state of State Duma, Vadim Denjin, suggested banning South Park in that country because of the episode's closing scene featuring Jesus advocating the release of the band Pussy Riot, stating that it constituted an attempt to humiliate the Russian Orthodox Church. I didn't really see it like that. Maybe that's just me. Alright, let's go to IMDb and see what they thought of this episode. Over 1,800 people have given this episode a rating, and the average rating is a 7.2 out of 10. 550 people gave it a 7. That's the score I'm giving it, giving it this week. 245 people gave it a 10. 61 people gave it a 1. To break it into demographics, the average rating for males was a 7.1, with its highest demographic being in the 45 and over category, with an average rating of a 7.5. Uh, the under 18 had a 7.7 rating, but only three people voted, and that's so I'm not going to count it. For females, the average rating was a 7.6. With the 18 to 29 and 45 and over category both having an average ranking of an 8, under 18 also had that ranking, but only one person under 18 voted for that, so I'm not going to count that. Alright, so let's go to the user's review, and there really aren't that many this week. So let's start off with this one from Jovan-Model, who wrote, This is the best episode I whole season. Thank you guys for everything. All things that are annoyed to me, you confirm that. The world would be so meaningless without South Park. A lot of people, I mean most of the people, are afraid, so they must believe in something. Trying to find help or believe in next, mom and dad, Christ. WWSPS, what would South Park say, I believe. I, I think that's what it stands for. So you must continue to create more episodes of South Park because if you stop, I will be totally lost. Please don't leave me. Then I must believe in something, the only thing on the planet that I cannot wait to watch. And I can't wait for the new episode to come. Trey, Matt, thank you for this wonderful episode. Just continue to express yourselves freely. Sorry for my English. And that was written at the end. Sorry for my English. The other review is from Juca underscore Malencia, who wrote, What makes South Park so special are the references to movies and real-life news. This episode satirizes the domino effect of the Lance Armstrong positive test for steroids. It is classic that human being needs a, a hero or an amulet to get inspired and empowered to do good things. People who had people who has engaged themselves in some kind of movement with good intentions and just leave the movement when discovers that the leader of this movement is not any hero or saint, but he is just a weak and sinner human being like everybody. This episode just just not expose the weakness of our idols and heroes, it exposed the weakness of all of us. Lance Armstrong could have made some mistakes, yes, and he must to pay for that. But people should not give up to do good things or just leave good movements that can help several people. The most funny quote was, Jesus, did you take HGH to do your job? 
And, dude, I don't give a crap about your recycled plastic. Yes, you do. Shows wristband for support of recycled plastic. Oh, I guess I do care about the... Huh. So not many reviews on this one. Um, which I guess is kind of surprising, but not too surprising. Okay, well, that'll do it for this episode. You guys can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97 and join the Facebook group Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast where you can join other fans to discuss past, present, and future South Park episodes. Next time around, we're going to say goodbye to Season 16 of South Park. But before we do that, we have one episode to go, and it is the season finale Obama wins. That is the next episode here on Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm Bill. Thank you all for listening, and I'll talk to you all next time.